Hey everyone and welcome to Chasing Growth. The purpose is to encourage Christian leaders to get better. When you get better, everybody wins in your church, in your ministry, your organization. So today I want to talk about something uh, that I think is important for all of us. It has to do with how to select people. But before I get to that, I want to share with you something that happened to me. Um, years ago, a few years ago, Somebody was visiting the organization where I work, and um, I'm, I'm I'm very proud of the place where I, I I serve the Lord these days. And and one of the things that happened was the person asked me a question, and I was a little shocked by the question. And um and the person asked me how have we achieved so much diversity in the workplace? Now Atlanta is a melting uh, melting pot of of people from different places, but I think that that's, that that diversity doesn't happen by accident, and but I was a little shocked by the question because I never really considered that. Even myself, technically being a you know a minority, I never really thought about about that too much. But the question was about how we have been able to achieve so much diversity, and 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 that's one one question that that it bring me to the topic today. And the other question uh, that I get all the time, or that people tell me all the time, they usually say, oh, you're so good hiring good people. In other words, that you have success with the people we hire. And I think this, those two questions, really, sometimes people may leave this to chance. And you want to be diverse, you want to hire great people, and and you think all what it takes is uh, this gut feeling, you know, that, that almost this, just pray a lot and and see what happens. And I believe that, of course, prayer is important. But I believe what we tend to forget, that having a process, it probably will allow you to achieve these two things. Not only hire great people, but at the same time, because you're hiring great people, and great people come in all shape and colors, you're going to be able to achieve diversity, which enrich the environment so much, right? So I want to encourage you today. Uh, I want to talk about that. I want to encourage you to, to to learn not just to hire people, but to select people. And the way to do it is to is having a process. If you don't have a process and you still rely on those gut feelings or, you know, I like that person or somebody told you that person is good, that kind of stuff. Listen, the, if I will go by that only, I will surround with people that usually it will look more like my friends more than people who work with me. And that's the problem sometimes with diversity. We surround ourselves with people that kind of is more like us because it's comfortable. That's the reality. So to avoid that, you need to have a process. To to hire and to select great people, you need to have a process. So how does this process go? First of all, you have to do homework. You cannot be lazy about this. You cannot delegate this. You have to be involved. Even if you have been promoted, you have different positions, you, you're doing all these things, you have to be always Keep your ear, keep close to this because this is so important. Remember, you can be one person away from a lawsuit, from a problem with culture in your organization, a problem, uh, a church splitting because one person, a couple people that you bring. And so you have to be so aware of this and do your homework. The first part of the homework is to create a profile of the ideal team player of your team. You need to know this. What's the ideal? Imagine, a, uh, imagine a, a football team or a soccer team or whatever, any team. They will just hire random, randomly just because they like the player, but they need a lot of people on the uh, on, on the defense. But they, they just hire people they like. But all these people, all what they know to do is to play offense. 
and they don't know how to play defense. Imagine would you do that? That will, we will consider that a very stupid thing to do. But sometimes we do that. We don't we don't know exactly what we need. We just know we need to uh, sit somebody in the chair to do a job, and we just expect people to know to, how to do the job. But we don't really identify what that person look like from the viewpoint of uh, if it's ideal for our team in personality, in culture, in the way they do things. So you have to develop a profile for the ideal team player. And I can recommend the ideal team player by Patrick Lencioni, and that book will help you a lot to define what, what is an ideal team player for you. But you have to do it. And there's a, there's a profile test that people can do. There's a lot of things, but you have to define it. If you want somebody who acts with urgency, you want somebody who is... Uh, that you can, can depend on, they can work without supervision, somebody who brings ideas, somebody who's created. What type of person you're looking for, for that position, to, what, to play in that part of the field of your organization? When you define that, only then you should start going to look for the person that you need, and that has to be part of the process. When you don't have that, again, you're just going to be aiming everywhere, and you're going to like the person or not. And more than likely, again, you may like people that's a lot like you. And when you do that, you don't have diversity, right? So you want to stay with the process. You want to do that homework. You want to create that profile. And then also you want to not be lazy on this end. You want to find out from that person, even before they come to an interview, if the person aligns with what you believe. If you want to put the man on the moon, does the person align with that belief? They align with that type of desire. If not, don't bring them to an interview. As qualified as they can be, if they don't believe what you believe, especially in Christian organizations, if you don't, they don't align with what you believe, don't bring them in. Find out. Do your homework. Call them. Make a list of questions. Make sure they align with who you are. Then when you do, we all do background checks and all that kind of check and referrals and all this kind of stuff. Well, make sure that you do those and you confirm that those things are true. Don't, don't just read on a, on a resume that such a person recommend this person uh, and just leave it like that. Make a phone call. Find out. Ask questions. Let me ask you this. You were hiring somebody to take care of your children. I'm sure. I don't, I don't know if it is a, a question. I'm sure you will do a diligent work finding out what other people say about that person. The reviews. You will call to check. You will talk with people. Why? Because you care about your children. So you even you may not be the owner of the company, you may not be the founder of the company, but it happened that you are a leader in that organization and you need to care for that organization. And if you care for or that organization and you don't hire somebody that can cost you tons of problems, money, energy, and can destroy the reputation, etc., you wanna make the diligent work. So you have to take the phone call and call and find out and make sure that, that person is right. You have to do that, that work. So when you have done that homework, you create the profile, you know what you want, you know what type of player you need. Um, of course, you, you check you check all the referrals, all the stuff, of course, all, if it's necessary, you know, are these titles are true? It's true that things happen. You know, you have to do that work. Uh, then only then, you're ready for an interview. And when you're ready for the interview, now you have to ask yourself, what is the best format of interview? And I'm going to share the one that I like to do. Um, the interview that I like to do is with the whole the team where that person going to work be part of the interview by themselves. 
So they can ask all kind of questions without having any hesitation because there's no manager or leadership or anything there because they know they're going to be working with that person. And they un understand the type of profile of player we want because that type of profile is expected from them when they perform. So they hire the person, they ask questions, you know, they spend 20, 30 minutes with the person or more. And then we, in, in, in my, in the way that I do, I ask the, 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 the candidate to walk away and I have a conversation with this group and I ask a lot of questions and I ask the thing they were not able to really get an answer about, you know, different questions that maybe the, the, inter, the person who was applying didn't answer. So I ask those questions, I find out, and at the end I ask them all the time, would you hire that person? Will you hire that person? I put that weight on, on them, that way of the decision. Again, interrupting somebody's life to come to work with us, come to, to, to join us, it's a big deal. So you put that question there and they feel the heaviness of that. Now, when they talk and they tell me yes or no, we continue with the second part, which is bring another group of people that not necessarily work in the same team, but their leaders are, uh, across the, the uh, organization and they can come and hear what they have to say. And they hear all about how the interview went. Then the original group, the first group, leave. We bring the candidate again. And this new group interview the candidate. Sometimes the same questions. Sometimes a little, digging a little bit more about the questions. Um, eventually the, the candidate leaves. And again, I have the same conversation with these people. Would you hire them? Why I, will you hire this person? I ask them. And, and they, we go through all the questions. And all that stuff. Why do it this way? I want people, first of all, to feel the weight that we not only hire somebody for one team, but we hire somebody for the whole organization. A lot of time, if you just hire somebody for just the team or the position, it, I think it's a mistake. That person can be the next whatever position that you need to fill and they're prepared because they're already working with you is the best thing that can happen to you that you hiring within. So, but if you don't hire with a a, a big uh, with a, this 360 type of view of the place, you will be hiring people just to sit in one chair and sit in one chair only, and that's it. You don't want to do that. So then you have this feedback about this person, and if this person, uh, somebody who can fit in other positions in other places in the organization, it's very important. Also. Just remember this, when you're interviewing and you have your profile, you did your homework, background check, referral check, all that kind of stuff, and you do your interview, you need to make sure, the final question you need to answer yourself, is this person coming to join our story or they're bringing their story into our story? And let me explain that. If you're not sure about that, don't hire somebody because what happens a lot of time, we hire somebody who's very efficient, they're good, they can do the job. However, they don't they're not they may believe what you do but they want to bring their own story to the mix and the reality is that you already have your story if you're a small company you definitely have to believe this because anybody who come in through that door with a different story trying to change your story it will affect your work it will affect the tremendous it will be a big problem so just be able to answer that question to be able to 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 proceed when actually when you hire that person when you ask them to work with you you cannot pass the opportunity, the big event they're facing, to give them a great orientation. And what is an orientation? You tell them everything about how we do it, what we do, why we do it, when we do it, etc. What are the expectations? How we do corrections? Um, how we work in leadership? What this means? What this other thing means? What is expected? And you drill it. 
You may take the whole day, and that's fine. Take as much time as possible to make sure that in that day when they're like sponge soaking up all that information, you can give them all that information and make sure, again, they understand they're joining to your story, they come to support your story and not the other way around. If you're not doing that right now to hire people, you're probably going by feelings, you're going by what a friend told you, you're going because you know that person, and that's the biggest mistake you can do. You're never going to achieve diversity or success with, with hiring when you don't have a process. Things I definitely don't recommend. I definitely recommend never do separate interviews and people interviewing different times. I think that doesn't work because pretty much if you have a good politician interviewing, they know how to handle that. But when everybody is in the same room asking different questions, everybody can hear the different questions. They maybe they didn't think about it, and that will help them to think if that person is good or not for the position. So this is very important because remember, you can be one hiring away from lawsuit, from problems in the culture, from accusations, from situations, for all kind of things that can happen. And your reputation, especially in a Christian institution, need to be guarded to all costs. So just remember that, and I hope this time, this help you. And thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping and listening. God bless you. Have a great week. Uh, email me if you want the, 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 the emails and the information of the podcast. So uh, any questions, send it my way. Thank you for stopping. God bless you. Have a great week.